0: If you've been a listener to Sarasota Stories for a while now, would you do me a little favor? Go to our website, sarasotastories.co, scroll down and enter your best email so you will know when all our episodes will air. It helps us know who's a fan and how many folks are listening. I certainly appreciate it. And now on to today's episode. One of the reasons I started the Sarasota Stories podcast was to connect more people with their neighbors. So it is quite gratifying to me to see other businesses doing the same thing and in the process strengthening community ties hi i'm bob williams i believe it is essential to hear each other's stories to me it's what really makes the community feel like home in fact that's why i started this podcast it's a podcast completely dedicated to helping people just like you get connected a little deeper with our neighbors in the greater sarasota area i do my best to bring you some of the most interesting business leaders civic leaders artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in our town. My guest today is Ashley Millington, the founder of the Meadows Farmers Market. It started in October of 2021 and is open on Sundays from 10 to 2 p.m. This market already has 30 plus vendors selling food, produce, and other artisan and creations in a beautiful shaded area of the Meadows community. In today's episode you'll learn where the idea for a farmer's market for the meadows neighborhood came from what personally attracted ashley to help start a farmer's market what ashley discovered in the first few months since the market has opened how to become a vendor how ashley and the board of directors hope to expand the market and much much more it's so gratifying to us that you would stop by and as always it is my hope that you will listen learn and connect Ashley Millington, founder of the Meadows Farmers Market. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. So excited to be here.
0: Well, it's a a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, local farmers markets. I'm glad to see that more of them are starting. And I know that you guys started a few months ago. and So I'm glad to be able to talk about that and share it with our listeners.
1: Yeah, I know. We're super excited to be in the community now and you know, we're just looking to keep expanding and letting the, you know, community know about us and get them out there to experience what we have going on in the meadows.
0: Well, good. Well, we want to get into that in a little bit. But where did your interest come from being involved with the farmer's market?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people don't even know that, um, you know, I actually own or help one of be the founders of the market and it kind of came about um, because I help run the wellness center over here in the meadow shopping village called the cosmic center uh, light of spiritual light. So you know, we've been here about 10 years, and I've been helping them in the past few, um, we rent the space house for events, we do a lot of wellness activities and ways to get back to the community, um, you know, with yoga and Tai Chi and massage and meditation and all those good things. And so it just made sense. Um, you know, before the pandemic, we wanted to start having you know, ways of sustainability and teaching that for the community and the farmer's market just kind of put all that stuff together, including, you know, our businesses that we already have associated with the center to also expanding in the community that in the meadows that has over six thousand people uh right here beyond you know our corridors there's you know tens of thousands of people over here by UTC. So we really wanted to give an, an environment and a place for people to start coming to and getting back together, especially with COVID, um being outside and being able to help feed the mind, body and soul has been the whole mission um behind the nonprofit. And honestly help other businesses grow. You know, we've been able to give a platform for businesses that have had to shut their doors or their brick and mortar, but still continue on um, by being able to be at markets and, you know, expose what they're doing so they can continue to be a business. So it's been really enjoyable uh, seeing everything that has come from it uh, a lot more than we even realized. So yeah, it's been a journey.
0: (laughs) No, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Where, where is, now the Meadows is a, is a large neighborhood or large development. Where's it located?
1: Yeah. So the Meadows is actually located right there, uh, between university and 17th street off on Honore. And the neighborhood is about like, uh, 14 miles long of just natural trails, a bunch of big Oak trees. And we're actually on the, um, there's two entrances. We're on the entrance of Honore and it's on Ringwood Meadow. So the address is actually 5041 Ringwood Meadow Boulevard. And in Sarasota, Florida, Three four two three five, and it sits in this um, our shopping village, which also has like a pub and a few other restaurants. We sit on two lakes. Um, there's a preschool over here, a salon, a, you know, a general store, all that kind of stuff. So it's for the community, easy access, and then obviously anyone's welcome outside the community as well. And a lot of people love to bike and take the trails around, walk their dogs. We have a huge dog population, so it's a really a great. Uh, Sunday afternoon uh, spot because it's completely shaded. The entire yep. market shaded with our trees. Oh, um, that's they actually good. say, yeah, they actually say when you drive in the meadows, it drops three degrees just because of how many trees there are. <laughs> so and then you know in Florida that's a big difference. So.
0: Well, it is particularly if you guys are going to be year round. Uh, you know in the summertime and whatnot. Well, let's let's talk about the farmers market for yeah. a little bit here. Where did the idea come from to start it?
1: Yeah. So the idea really, it, it just, you know, inhabited with the, the wellness center and, um, it just felt like the right thing to do. We've held festivals before in the past here and the live grounds are just so beautiful. It's easy access. And, um, you know, in the past, I've thrown really large networking events. Um, held a magazine for a long time, and mm-hmm. I've always been connecting businesses. And I have a love and a passion for sustainability and growing your own food and shopping local and keeping that sustainability and local community thriving because people don't realize that if, you know, you stop giving back to your local businesses, it actually impacts us on a bigger level. And we give more control into bigger companies. And, you know, it's, you know, it's great for these bigger companies, but it's really to be giving back into our own pockets. So it makes a better circulation. And, you know, obviously people need platforms for that because of everything that's been going on with the pandemic. And, you know, right. it just allows people a new place to you know, open new doors for like artists that have never sold their stuff before and get exposure. We just had a music group out this past weekend, you know, they've just been a band for like three weeks, but like people thought they've been together for years because they sound that good, but they need that, that platform to know that. And so, you know, it's been a really great opportunity um, for the people that have been in a part of our, our market. And yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really great, great, you know, way of for community, but also just a way to, show people that it's not that hard to be a business owner either. And I think a lot of people forget about that, but you know, there is other avenues to make money. And, um, I know a lot of people now are, you know, they have a full-time job and they're doing a side thing and this just allows that, that more molding together. So.
0: Right. It's interesting. I had the transition Sarasota people on which are involved with gleaning projects here where they go to the local farms and the overproduce they go and they bring people in they uh, gather it up and then they send it to a lot of the food banks and, and other people that are, you know, food uh, vulnerable. And so I it's, it's fascinating to see this movement happening here and growing. So I really want to commend you guys for for doing this. To me, the more farmers markets, the better. The other thing I find the other thing I find interesting is, I think this pandemic really demonstrated something, which was kind of like the lack of um, flexibility and uh, resilience that we have, because that shut down a lot of supply lines. And so I'm a big believer that we're going to have to start producing some more food locally here and, and creating avenues for people to sell it.
1: For sure. And I, I think that people don't realize, you know, we're having, um, you know, shortages and things like that. And there are solutions And um, the pollution comes from you know, all the packaging coming from our food and all those kind of things. So the less yeah. uh, we're buying at the store and the more we can just buy straight from the farmer, um, the less, you know, things that we're having to make and throw away and use all this energy. And people just kind of forget about that because like someone comes and picks your trash up. But, you know, there's a full circle of... Um, insights out there, but the number one way to reduce our plastic use is to grow your own food. And I think a lot of people just forget that. And it's, it's not easy, but, um, you know, that's our next phase into the project is, um, having like a community garden and having classes to teach you how to grow your own food, working with real farmers. Um, even if it's just your tomatoes and a few little things, you know, Florida, you can't grow everything, but even some fruits and stuff, um, it's all helps for the collective and you know people don't see the little part but each little part does add up even like our you know market to other people's it it still adds up to be a community collective you know to keep shining light onto some of these topics that you know need to be addressed so
0: it's it's a fun way to do it (laughs) again i again i find i find it interesting you know we read about you mentioned plastic use and whatnot and you know, a lot of things in life don't really hit home until they impact you directly. And the thing on plastic use, I found, you know, we've seen documentaries and you know, the huge area, I think it is in the Pacific Ocean where you have all this pollution and, and plastic floating around there, like the size of, I don't know, Rhode Island or whatever it is, but a huge area. And you, you know, the plastic's bad, how it's entered our ecosystem. But when you start talking about microplastics, that are in our food system, where we're ingesting this stuff, all of a sudden, you know, it takes on a real meaning of saying, uh, okay, we really do need to take a look at this and make some changes. And I think growing locally yeah. is a great way to do that. <clears throat> well, t- tell sure. me, excuse me, <clears throat> tell me, so if I'm a vendor and I want to be a part of the Meadows farmer's market, what does that look like?
1: yeah so we're always expanding um we have like about forty five fifty vendors, and um right. you know we have three different categories, so you can you know come on to be a vendor that you're there every Sunday and that's anywhere from selling you know food to merchandise everything that's made locally um and then we have an artist program um for like rotational artists that come once a month, and those are like new and upcoming artists or live painting giving some some sort of experience but also starting to sell their artwork. And, um, then we have musicians that come out and we buy them lunch, but it's a platform for them to get their music out and sell their merchandise and kind of, you know, have that rotational experience as well. So essentially, you know, we, you're able to reach out to us, we send you a vendor application. And the main things is that you need to have a business license and liability insurance, um, that covers, you know, up to a million dollar in policy, but it's, you know, pretty reasonable. And, A lot of people don't realize, but you can just go to sunbiz.org to get your business license and liability insurance. You can just Google it. You can get it within like a day. So it doesn't take a lot if you don't have it. Um, And then, yeah, you would just apply. You would write out like what you're selling in detail. Um, one of our rules is no one vendor can sell over 50% of the same thing in the same vein. So just making sure that we're kosher and, you know, people are getting a variety of items when they come and yeah. And then from there we review it with our management team in about a week or two, we decide, you know, if you're able to Mm. come on and then you would start with us on Sundays and we have different packages, um, from three months to a month to just dropping in for the week. And, you know, we are going, um, till just June 19th and we are going to close for the summer. Uh Um, Um, so then when we come back, we'll be back in October and it's just, we continually do do three month, uh, packages. And so, you know, for the season and that way it gives, you know, vendors flexibility and also, um, make sure that it, you know, pairs well with the items in the neighborhood and all that kind of stuff. So. We're always looking for different things um, with artists, you know, the more artists, the better. And, you know, honestly, if you're making your items, it's really hard to be the same exact thing. So it's more pertaining to food. And if you're a food truck, we have packages for that as well. So mm-hmm. you just have to go, um, you know, you can email us at um, info at And we can send you those information and, you know, check our website and things like that.
0: So, so, so do vendors have the opportunity to rent larger and smaller spaces or it's basically all the same size
1: so yeah the spaces are a 10 by 20 space uh their parking spot and it's 10 feet facing and then 20 feet long um they're all running the same amount of space it's the packages are per space so some vendors need two spots and they would just pay Mm -hmm. double and then our food trucks you know they have um, a link too and we have packages for them but it's like based on three spots is what you get initially for a food truck. And then you pay per spot after that.
0: And what are your hours again?
1: Our hours are, it's every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yep. A- and, you know, typically the vendors would get there at eight to set up and they break down by three 30. So it's, it's a good day. They don't have to be up too early. And like I said, it's, it's a um, seasonal market. So we're off from June 19th to October 2nd, and right. then we're open October 2nd to the end of May, 2023.
0: Well, it seems like you're getting a good attraction out there because I read an article earlier. It was on Sarasota Magazine that was promoting you guys. You get you yeah. get what two to four thousand people out there on, in that short period of time. So that's great.
1: Yeah, and that's what we've been working on. You know, some days are better than others. Obviously, yep. we're learning. You don't know what you don't know until it happens. So with weather and things, you know, the wind, all that kind of stuff. Florida's, you know, definitely a little testy, but that's been fun. Um, you know, and. We definitely always see about a thousand people and we're constantly growing and Looking at different avenues to expand, so we really appreciate being able to come on and let more people know about it. Because um, once they come, they're like, "Oh my god, I'm coming every Sunday." It's, and a lot of people have never been into the meadows, so it's really the one of the best kept secrets um, in Sarasota. So you know, in one way, we're like, "All right, we can't tell too many people," but we want you to come be able to see. It's just beautiful, you know. Especially if you love nature, yeah, it's sure. a great place to be I'm on sure.
0: a Sunday afternoon, you know. And particularly if you have that, if you have that natural um, shading from the trees and whatnot. I think- that, that'd be lovely. Well, so, yes. um, yeah. So you, you mentioned something, you said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You guys have been open six, o- since October. What did you find out that you didn't know before you opened?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I guess, that, I guess it five,
0: surprised five, you, I should say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I've thrown a bunch of events, all kinds from, you know, 50,000 to million dollar events to, you know, the networking events, 500 people, 200 people, um, And it's really interesting because when you have an event every weekend, you just don't realize what it takes to make sure that it's genuinely interesting every weekend. Uh, You know, when you set up a farmer's market, people think that it just comes like that. Usually the venues I've worked with are more inside, things like that. So you are literally setting up everything all the experiences the tables the chairs you know with your crew um dealing with the weather you know things you don't think about like the leaves that day the pollen or um the wind's going to carry your photo backdrop you know just Mm -hmm. things you just don't put together you're like oh yeah that wouldn't happen inside a space so um that's been interesting and just you know dealing with all kinds of personalities you know the type of Mm -hmm
0: the vendors
1: to the public um you know obviously constant opinions and you know being able to just navigate through all circumstances um and just understanding you know it's for a greater purpose so it's it's really just and it it takes time and i think that's the thing is like our first market was um, like amazing the grand opening of course it's super easy to drive people to an event you know once but then after keeping that up is definitely been a, you know, a progression because we're still only six months in and, you know, it takes time. And so we look, compare ourselves to these other markets, but we're the newest on the block. And, you know, some of these have been around like 20 plus years, six years. And, you know, that by now they've worked out their King. So that's kind of, you know, we're in that little growing stage of understanding, okay, we can do these things and this isn't as intensive and you know, what keeps it simple and, um, you know, and then, you know, knowing just how to make it all look good. And, you know, we're having our, um, spring event this, uh, Sunday. So we're having the Easter bunny come out doing Easter egg hunt, um, you know, first time ever. So it's just always fun to see what will happen. We have the leprechaun out, um, last month for cool. St. Patrick's day. And, you know, that was just hilarious. We had so much fun, but you know, never know until it happens. Yep. So yep. yeah, it's it's been a journey and it's great. You know, I love seeing kids reactions and, and people make this a part of their family. Now, you know, I'm meeting these people and like getting to know them really well because there's there every single sure. Sunday. we have a little well, lady March that comes for coffee and, you know, she watches the music and that makes her weak. So it's, it's a really an enjoying Uh, Opportunity more fulfilling than I realized it would be beyond. Obviously, helping the businesses grow. So, well,
0: well, really, you're building culture is what you're doing in in that that space out there. You're building culture, so I think that's very cool. I've always, on a personal level, I've always kind of been internationally minded, and I came from a small town and kind of always wanted to leave. But as I've gotten older, my focus has been much more local, and so it's just exciting for me to see people like you and farmer's markets sprouting up because I think that that just really builds culture. Matter of fact, it's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was really to connect people. Everybody's into connection these days, right? But to connect people and to be able to find venues and businesses and services that they may not have known Mm -hmm. otherwise. And so I had been coming down here for many years as a snowbird. But then when I lived locally, I started to really discover so many hidden treasures that most tourists or people that move down wouldn't find for a while. So that was one of the reasons for starting this podcast. I'm curious, I will say shift here a little bit. I'm curious, like you're not the only, obviously, decision maker. And so you you have a board of directors or a group that are making decisions. How do you guys manage the market? Because you have to make decisions, you have to put together a strategy, you have to plan Share with our listeners a little bit about what that looks like.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, like I mentioned the wellness center, the cosmic center of spiritual light is the main sponsor of the market. So they've, you know, completely helped fund the project and we're a nonprofit, you know, 501 C three. So with that, we have a board of people from our wellness center and then uh, my marketing agency. And, you know, when we wanted to do this project, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It took about, it was a, a year and a half conception and mm. eight months of really grinding it out in the end to make it happen. And so we obviously have planned to, um, you know, be here every Sunday. And so with that every month, we're like, okay, what can be the attractions? So planning out, we have a holiday every month. So holiday markets and just being able to see, engage what's going on, you know, um, where we need to put more marketing in and where we don't need to and and knowing what's our best avenues. And that's another thing that we really learned. Um, you know, we had an idea to bring back guerrilla marketing and put the these little postcards that are like $3 bucks. So if you're in the UTC area, you might end up with one on your windshield. But, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, we should go put this out and see what happens. And sure enough, that's like our biggest way we drive traffic um, is right. by literally going out in the community, Talking to people, putting in their windshield, and obviously giving them a little free something um, gets people there. But, you know, we didn't know what would happen. And so those are things that we've planned out. And now, you know, it's part of our routine. And, you know, we meet every single week um, together, we go over you know, what happened in the market, the prior, what was the attendance, you know, what, how did people react to the new music review you, and review your anything. numbers then?
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Yes, exactly. And and adjust as we go, because, you know, like I said, weather changes things and knowing that and being agile, because like with the environment, it's really, it's sometimes hard to predict. So the first time we ever had to close the market because of weather, we're like, is this the right thing to do? And, you know, you have to be quick with it. So it affects everybody. And, um, and that's the thing. It's just the communication. And, you know, we're keeping our vendors up to date and building that community on the back end with our vendors too, because people come from all over. We have vendors all the way from, um, down in Sanibel to, you know, Brandon, and they're all coming here to unite together. Some of them worked in other markets, but, you know, making sure everyone's copacetic and it's kind of like having a classroom, you know, where we're putting them and then the spots, you know, the sun, all those things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a really great way to build it all together and, um, all of our management you know we're working in overdrive it's like like it's a labor of love for sure because it is such a little infant right now but yeah. you know we're building in the right place and honestly we are looking to have a market manager um, i've been the one filling in doing that duty in addition to being the marketing and sales director and one of the founders taking on all that stuff but you know, it's time to we find somebody that is you know capable to run the market sure. every Sunday and help with that team effort. And you know, it takes a special kind of person because you are dealing with the public. But I did want to put that out there. If there's someone that's interested, um, you know, it's it's a part time thing right now. Sure, it's on Sundays and meeting with us once a week. But um, definitely an opportunity to grow, and um, as we get bigger, so always looking for that. And we're always looking for volunteers and, you know, some of our vendors are even looking for employment opportunities um, to help with their boost. So definitely always want to put those things out there to see if there's something that will stick with the community, but you know, and always, you know, and we always take feedback. So we also really do take that really important. So we get comments and stuff. We try to adjust based on that as well, because they're
0: out there. So, so, so you mentioned, you were mentioning that you have done large events and whatnot. Is that your, your day job?
1: Yeah, well, that's one of them. Yeah, so I have a marketing agency. It's called uh, Dream Melody Management, and yeah, I've been doing that um, for the past like twelve years. Um, I graduated so this is from, your,
0: this is really your side gig, then the yeah. Uh, this is really
1: my side gig. It's, it's been I, you know, first it was like, hey, can you design the market? I'm like, yeah, and then it was like, hey, well, this is really in- intensive. So now I'm a founder. Um, you know, I like pretty much made it all happen, and that's really you know the wellness center I've been. Attending for a long time, but they needed help with marketing and stuff, and I was like, of course, I could do that. I graduated from Ringling, so just putting all those things together. And people just don't. What I really stress upon is the business of art and design aspect of it, because to generate money, you need the design and to need the artists and things. And that's what I love about is I'm able to put all that together. So. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting experience. But I'm so happy that it's all come this way. And it's a side, you know, hustle, you would say, and that it's going to grow into something even bigger than I can even fathom. So,
0: well, let's see, they can find people can find you. Well, they should find you by coming to the market, but they can also find you on Facebook and Instagram. Is that correct?
1: Yes. They can find us on Facebook and Instagram. It's just Meadows Farmers Market.
0: Sure.
1: Um, and then, you know, you can email us at MeadowsFarmersMarket at gmail.com. Um, and then you can also find us on the web. It's just MeadowsFarmersMarket.com. And our address is 5041 Ringwood Meadow, Sarasota, Florida 34235. We're right in front of building G a little parking lot over there and yeah we're every sunday 10 to 2 and this sunday april 10th we are having our spring market with the easter bunny he'll be there all day for photos oh, cool. yep. and then yeah at 11 we're having our easter egg hunt at noon we have tai chi on the lawn and then at 12 30 we're having a spring bouquet workshop so you'll get to learn how to make a cute uh, arrangement for the spring and before Easter next Sunday. And we're actually taking um, Easter next Sunday off. That's why we're having our market this Sunday. So we'll be off the 17th, but we'll be back on the 24th until the 19th of June.
0: That's very cool. That's very cool. Yes. Well, listen, I wish you guys all the success. I'm a big believer in farmer's market. And Ashley, it's been a pleasure having you on the show.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to the partnership and hopefully we'll see you guys out there soon.
0: Alrighty. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect.